You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to more of the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and today, on this June 30th, 2022, I am previewing with you guys the 2022 USFL Championship game. It feels like just a few days ago we were talking about a lawsuit and a potential that the season might not even happen because the quote-unquote real USFL from former owners wanted to come in and try to sue them into oblivion and take away the naming rights that they had acquired legally. And, uh, you know, here we are 11 weeks later, 12 weeks later, and we are getting set for spring football championship gameplay. I cannot stress enough how excited I am for this moment here. This is a massive thing. We've seen a handful of spring leagues pop up the last few years, and none have really been able to either finish seasons or just stick around long enough. And this this has been an awesome experience. Credit to Fox and everyone involved for being able to put together this league. I cannot stress enough how excited I am for this week's game, and I hope you guys are as well. So make sure you smash that like button, hit that subscribe button, comment down below. Let me know who do you think is going to come out winners in this game here. What are the keys to the game? Who needs to have a big game? What does each team need to do in order to come out winners for this year's USFL championship? But without further ado, let's dive right into it, shall we? We're previewing the big game here. We have the Birmingham Stallions taking on the Philadelphia Stars. And the Stallions coming to this game, minus four and a half favorites. Not a massive window here. And then the spread sitting at 45 and a half points for the game. I'll tell you right now, I like the over for this game. I have a feeling that just based off of a couple of key things and we'll kind of talk about it a little bit as well because I have a few keys to watch for this game that we'll, we'll get into in detail but just by the way both of these teams can move the football I, I have a feeling that we're looking at something a little bit closer to the over than we are the under now there is a little bit of a wrinkle and a big piece of announce or a big piece of news came out last night around like I want to say 10 11 o'clock the Stars are going to be without running back Matt Colburn, and that is a killer for this offense. If you are a Stars fan, or even if you're not a Stars fan, and you're just someone who's been watching the USFL, I'm sure you know Matt Colburn is a big part of why this offense in Philadelphia has emerged and become so successful moving the football. It was around like... I want to say week six or so where, you know, they were not really running the football a ton. They had a couple of games where they were like only 30, 40 yards on the ground. They were just completely pass, 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 throw the football. Case Cookus is doing a good job. Just rely on his arm. But then they started running the ball more. Offensive line started opening up some lanes and Matt Colburn really started to look good. And this Philadelphia team went from being dark horse of the playoffs to a, f- a playoff favorite, at you know, getting into that. Uh, and by favorite, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, the betting odds have the ga- the generals as the, the team to win. But, I mean, there were a lot of people that really felt confident. And I know a lot of Stars fans out there that felt very confident that they were going to get the job done against the generals. And sure enough, they did. I mean, it, it's been an awesome ride for them. And for them to lose someone like Matt Colburn, that is a tough loss and a devastating blow for this team. So that is something that I think is going to affect this game. And, you know, a big piece of the Stars' success in this one here is going to be how do they mitigate missing running back Matt Colburn? How do they, you know, how do they supplement the production that he has been able to make for this team? We'll have to see, you know, some of the guys that they have on the team, they're going to have to step up and be ready to go. Holland comes to mind. 
he's probably going to be the go-to guy to start with, and we'll see what else they can do. But, you know, a tough, tough loss for the Stars. Now, for the Stallions at minus four and a half, in terms of like betting, if I was a gambling man, that's not bad odds to go by. I do think the game is going to be fairly close. I don't expect anyone to get blown out. Uh, you know, if you're somebody who really likes the Stallions at minus four and a half, I would definitely say not, it's not a bad idea to bet on. I think the game could be decided right outside of four, five points, you know, something like that. I feel the game does end up being close, though. I could see this game finishing somewhere within two or three points between the two teams just because I feel that the way the matchup looks... Uh, you know, yeah, the Stallions do have a win already over the Stars. I think the game's going to be closer than the first time these two teams met. And I, I really, th I, I like the way this game matches up. I think it's going to be close. Four and a half is not a terrible bet. And if you're looking for like an upset, you know, Stars plus four and a half, that's also not a terrible bet either. So, uh, I mean, it's more or less just how comfortable are you betting the spread when it, when it comes to going like that. And like I said, over under, I like the over on this one. I think there's going to be a, a decent amount of scoring going into this game. Now, I have identified two keys to the game, and essentially it's a key for each team to really focus in on and will kind of determine the success of both sides here. And the first key that I want to discuss with you guys is going to be the Stallions run game going up against the Stars run defense here. Now, key statistics to look at, the Stallions are second in rushing, averaging 135.7 yards per game, and they were also third in the league with 12 rushing touchdowns, a combination of that coming from C.J. Marable, Bo Scarborough, and Jamar Smith. And then the Stars... And it has been no secret and, you know, credit to them for doing a pretty decent job against the Generals last week. They were eighth in the league when everything was said and done at the end of the regular season, allowing 151.2 yards per game on the ground. So... The Stars are going to be tasked here with essentially doing what they did last week. I don't expect the Stars to show up to this game and completely shut down what the Stallions do on the ground. I just don't think that that's realistic. But if they can do what they did with the Generals, you know, the Generals only had 3.5 yards a carry, 106 yards on the ground altogether when all was said and done. They had a rushing touchdown as well. They were able to at least slow down what the Generals have been able to do all season long in pounding the rock and kind of taking control of the game through their run game. So, I mean, they're, the best thing that they can really do is just hope to slow things down. And like I said, you have a three-headed threat here with Bo Scarborough, C.J. Marable, and Jamar Smith being such a threat with his legs when he's throwing the football. You know, just do your best to slow things and mitigate the damage that this team can do on the ground. Whereas if you're the Stallions, I mean... I think this team is at its best when it's moving the football effectively on the ground. And in order for them to come out of this game successful and winners, I think that they're going to need to look for somewhere around like 115 yards plus in this game rushing. And that's combined with everyone altogether. I, I want to see them dominate the football, dominate time of possession, and, you know, you know, bully up front in terms of the trenches there. I think that for them to come out winners, they're going to have to be able to take advantage of a defense that has been fairly soft against the run here. So we'll see how it all shakes down. But if Jamar's, you know, ripping massive runs and Bo Scarborough being the mountain of a man that he is, is plowing through defenders and CJ Marable, you know, a little bit of a smaller back compared to Bo Scarborough is able to, you know, make some people miss here and there. It's definitely going to be a long day for the stars. And again, their, ta their one task going into this game is going to be, are we able to at least just mitigate what they can do at the very 
least. They don't need to completely eliminate it. It's I don't think that that's realistic. Can they at least, you know, 100 yards at worst, can they keep their yards per carry average low? I think that was the biggest thing. The Generals had 106 yards a carry, or not yards a carry, excuse me, 106 yards for the entire game, but and, and they had the touchdown as well, but 3.5 yards a carry, it was, I think they totaled out like 35 touches or something like that altogether. Not effective running. You're not getting a ton of yardage per play. So yeah, you totaled up a decent amount of yards, but it took a lot of carries for the Generals to get there, and it worked out in the Stars' favor in the end. The second key to this game that I'll be watching here, because it's been so good all season long, and it was solid, I would say, going up against the Generals last week, is going to be the Philadelphia Stars' passing attack versus the uh, the Stallions' pass defense here. The Stars... One of the most, if not the most efficient passing games in the league this season. They were averaging 64% completion percentage. That was second best in the league. They had 17 total passing touchdowns well ahead in first. And they were averaging 184 yards a game because they, and that was only six. But again, like I said, around like the midpoint of the season, they started to find their run game and they, they went away from passing so much, but they stayed efficient and they didn't need to throw the football and do as much through the air. But I mean, again, my point being one of the most, if not the most efficient passing game in the USFL. And, you know, they stack up fairly well against the Stallions defense, who has been pretty dominant in stopping the pass themselves. 27 sacks was first in the league. 58 pass breakups. That was second best in the league. They had nine interceptions to go with it. And that's not including the pick six that they had in the playoffs last weekend against the um, the New Orleans Breakers there. So with Case Cookus under center... I really feel like the Stars have a legitimate shot to really take this passing D to the absolute limit. The biggest thing, though, for the Stars going into this game, and it has been a struggle for them somewhat this season, and it needs to be, they need to step up and have their best game is going to be the pass protection of the offensive line. They allowed 24 sacks this season, and you're going up against a team who, again, was first in the leagues in sacks in total at 27. They allowed 24 this season themselves. That was third most in the league. So that is something that you need to keep an eye on. If they can't protect Case Cookus, things are going to fall apart. They're already kind of lacking in the run game, losing Matt Colburn here to injury now. I, you know, you really need to step up and keep that pocket clean for Case Cookus to do what he has done pretty much better than everyone else in the league. Funny enough that, you know, Case Cookus did not get the MVP award. I know he came in, uh, what was it, week three, week four, somewhere around there to replace Brian Scott. But since he has stepped in, you want to talk about just an absolute, like, just technician in what he was doing really good at you know throwing the football never really turning the ball over or putting it into harm's way very accurate with what he was doing he put together two of the best quarterback performances of the season here you know hats off to what the stars did drafting quarterbacks here and i might sneeze excuse me um but yeah, no, hats off to what the Stars have been doing here. Respect to them. For them to have gone from Brian Scott to Case Cookus and just had effective quarterbacking on you know from both guys altogether, hats off to them. The pressure is on, though. The Stallions are an aggressive team. They do not make it easy for teams to throw the football. Case Cookus is going to need to be on his A game, and that offensive line is going to need to make sure that they are protecting him like their lives depend on it. Now, those are a couple of keys to the game that I have here. 
I want to talk some questions that I have for this game as well and kind of give my answers to them. So feel free as I'm kind of asking the questions out loud and answering them myself for you guys to answer along with me. My first one for this game is going to be which quarterback steps up and has a big game here. When you look at both of these quarterbacks, like I just mentioned, Case Cookus has been like the definition of efficiency and just keeping the ball protected and not really turning the ball over. And he posted some of the best quarterbacking games of the season. Jamar Smith has been like big play threat, but then also going through a game here and there where you're just like, how is this the same quarterback that I just saw last weekend torching a defense where he's had like sub 50% completion and you know maybe a touchdown down and an interception to go with it and things looked really really ugly I think that with a big factor in this game being the quarterback position whoever has the better game is ultimately going to lead their team to victory here I can't really envision a situation where if Case Cookus is lighting it up and Jamar Smith's having another one of those 50% completions or less type of days is he really going to be able to lead the Stallions team to a championship at the end of the game when regulation is all said and done so whoever has the better quarterbacking game, I think ultimately wins this. And it's going to be a massive, a massively big, massively big. That's, that's redundant. It's going to be a big deciding factor in this game here. The second question that I have here, and this is because this, because this kind of concerned me last week, can the stars avoid allowing the stallions who have like a reputation because of the first like handful of weeks of the season of being, you know, like the cardiac comeback kids here, can they avoid a stallions comeback after nearly letting the game slip away from the generals last week or from them against the generals last week? when they were up 10 going into the halftime and then you know the generals jumped out they were able to score a couple of touchdowns they got to 14 and you know without that punt return touchdown late in the game you know there's a possibility that we're not talking the stars being in this playoff game can they avoid that that is probably that's going to be something that has to linger in the back of the minds of this philadelphia stars team you're going up against a team that won a lot of games early on being down with a you know a few minutes left in the fourth quarter and Jay Mar Smith being able to lead the team right down the field and score to close out a game and completely rip the hearts out of their opponent. These stars need to be on their A game defensively, especially late in the game. Do not get comfortable. Do not take your foot off the gas. You need to stomp on that gas and stay full throttle from start to finish because we know what this Birmingham team can do on offense. And if the defense and special teams are contributing like they were last week, it only becomes a more difficult task. The offense was only credited for 17 points last week, but they also had a touchdown on special teams and defense totaling out that 31 points they had all together. You need to keep your foot on the gas and do not let up. Do not start trying to milk the clock and, you know, close out this game, you know, slow and steady. No, continue to do what you do. If you're rolling offensively, do not let the Stallions find a way to get back into this game because that, I think, it was what killed a lot of teams early in the season against the Stallions team. They did not expect them to be able to just, you know, despite their struggles early on during games, be able to, you know, hit the gas and all of a sudden get running and have a massive fourth quarter where they're dropping a couple of touchdowns here and there and they're able to steal a victory. Now, 
This third question I have here already kind of answered because you know the news came out and I did not know if this was going to be readily available when I was making this video is going to be will the injuries to Matt Colburn and what Channing Stribling was kind of dealing with last week during the game be a point of attack and you know kind of emphasis for the Stallions in this game here and I definitely think the loss of Matt Colburn is going to be big there it's definitely going to allow the Stallions to maybe feel a little bit more comfortable dropping more guys in coverage and not feeling like they need to stack the boxes aggressively and then also Channing Stribling what happened to him last week you know is his, is that injury affecting him is it slowing him down at all he's been very effective for this Stars defense he had seven interceptions on the season he was there you know he was their turnover machine a playmaker for this defense is what is what had happened to him last week hampering him at all and slowing him down and will Jamar Smith in the offense maybe try to look his way a little bit more to take advantage if you know his injury is hobbling him a little bit at all or just kind of preventing him from playing as well as he has and my final one here the Stallions offense it's slowed down in recent weeks. I just mentioned it a minute ago here. You know, they did not account for a ton of points in their victory over the Breakers last week. They only had 17 points scored on offense. The other two touchdowns came from defense and special teams. Are they going to be able to find their rhythm again and get back to the team that we kind of knew prior to their loss to the Gamblers back in week number, what was it, nine, eight, nine? One of those two weeks. The offense has slowed down. Jamar Smith has been solid at best in some of these recent games. He looked really good to close out the season. And then last week, he was solid, I guess I would say. I don't want to say he was outstanding. He he had a good game. You know, he took things over late and, you know, did a solid job closing out the game. But I want to see four really good quarters from Jamar Smith. And I want to see the ground game do their thing. Again, they only accounted for two touchdowns last week in a field goal. And the offense has not been quite as dominant as it was through, like, the first eight weeks or so of the season it's definitely taken a slight step back here are they going to be able to keep up with the stars offense if they get rolling that is going to be a question that i have going into this one as well now for the final talking point the score the winner who do i think is going to come out champions in this year's inaugural ufcfl championship game for 2022 I'll be honest with you guys. I have a uh, I have a bunch of notes sitting on my screen here to my left. If you you know if you ever watch me talking in these videos and you see me poking my eyes to the left, it's because I have notes over here when I'm talking to you all. I did not fill in the winner spot or the score spot because I was not sure. Again, with Matt Colburn potentially missing this game, I was not sure if he was going to be playing yet when I put all this, you know, all my notes and everything together. And then the news came out that he wasn't going to be playing, so I'm glad I didn't go ahead and jump the gun there. I'm a little bit concerned about the stars going into this game here. I felt that they had a much better shot with Matt Colburn as their running back number one. And now that he's not going to be in the game, you're relying on Holland and some other guys who have not been playing as much to kind of fill in the production that Matt Colburn brings to the table and just the threat that he is on the offensive side of the ball. The Stallions, they've had their own offensive problems to say the least. You know, this is this game is a toss-up. It really is. There's concerns on both sides with, you know, is Jamar Smith going to look like the awesome, you know, playmaker that he is, or are we going to get like 45% completion, Jamar Smith? You know, there's concerns on both sides of these offenses here. And then the defenses, you know, it I will say I do give the edge to the Stallions. They have been, you know, aggressive 
playmaking. Again, 27 sacks, 58 pass breakups this season, second best in the league. They have been disruptive. They have nine interceptions through the air. I think it's like six forced fumbles as well recovered. So there is a lot to like about the Stallions defense, whereas when you look at the Stars defense, they've been fairly up and down sometimes, and they're not great against the run. Even in the passing game, they tend to struggle sometimes. They let up a ton of yardage, but they do make stops at times when necessary, so I will give them credit for that. I'm not going to completely say that the Stars defense is lackluster, but definitely not as strong as what the Stallions bring to the table defensively. So with that in mind... I feel like I'm going to regret making this pick because there I have a gut feeling that saying the Stars are going to come out winners in this, but I think the Stallions are going to be able to get the job done. I'm very concerned about this team and their balance with Matt Colburn being out because before Matt Colburn got hot and they started running the football, the Stars offense felt a little bit one-dimensional, and I don't think if they go back to that or if they can't, not necessarily go back to that, but if they fall into that same kind of pattern from before they started running the ball as aggressively as they did and you know, think, all right, we have Case Cookus who has played the probably the best out of any quarterback in the league up to this point. Are they going to start to rely on Case Cookus's arm a little bit too much and put a little too much weight on his shoulders? I'm not saying that Case Cookus can't, you know, shoulder the weight of the game and, you know, maybe he powers his team to a victory on his own, but... I think a balanced attack is going to be more effective against a Stallions defense, and I'm a little bit worried about the Stars going into this game now. <clears throat> With that said, for my scoreline, I didn't really pick something out for this one either. I think, you know, I don't think it's going to be... I'm looking at something along the lines of, like, maybe the Stallions getting about 27, Stars 23... 27-23 Stallions. Not going to be super high scoring. I think that there's a possibility we even see the star score a little bit less than that. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that, you know, it's a tight game. Uh, you know, it based off my score line, I would stay away from the spread. But it's not a terrible spread to bet on if you are a betting man. I will say that. Uh, but I think I like the Stallions 24-23. Again, tight contest. <clears throat> even without Matt Colburn, I will give the Stars the benefit of the doubt and say that I think that they can still be aggressive and take the Stallions to the absolute limit in this game. But I do think the Stallions have a slight edge, and it, the Matt Colburn thing really has me worried about the Stars. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section down below. Who are you going for in this game here? Who do you think comes out on top? What are some keys to the game? I want to hear your guys' breakdowns as well. Let me know in the comment section down below. Make sure you hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And I will catch you guys next time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a good long weekend. And I will see you all in the next video. Have a good one.